record? It has, yeah. It's all about consent. We said we were we could record now. Speaking okay. of consent, yes. these really weird condom packages they've made that require four people. Like it requires four hands to open. They're called consent condoms. I feel like that's gonna make people use less condoms. Consent condoms. You need four Con- people. No. Yeah. So it's like you have to pinch down every angle of the box, and it you need to pinch it with your fingers. And your finger and your your no people and your just thumb. get cr- more cr- people get creative with their manual dexterity. That's all. God. We're gonna have like crazy spider hands, but you know. oh, that's right. We survived the N sixty four controller. I yeah, that, that weird spider controller, crazy nonsense. I, I think that just assures you have consent for the use of the condom. I don't think it assures consent for anything else, really. Holy shit. When you think about it. You Can know, we not I don't go think... that dark right now? Welcome don't... to the whole rabbit, God where we investigate it. the whole rabbit. Not just the fuzzy tummy, or the long, scraggly black nails, the shrimp eyes. We investigate the whole damn rabbit, and today we're talking about dreams. 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 Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, today we are joined by Headmaster Rona of the Sleepy Forest Academy. Hello. You can find his website at sleepyforestacademy.com. Hello, Rona. Hi, hi. Uh, yeah, you guys got me back. And I'm actually really glad to be here on this uh, this podcast again because we're going to be talking about dreams. And I feel like it's a really good chunk of uh, information to actually tie into my first episode of my first class, which is also going to be... Uh, dropping this week so glad to be here thanks for having me again well thank you for being here with us again after we kind of just made an ass of ourselves on the last show so thank you rona it's all about forgiveness yeah man we're, we're learning how to do this podcast thing because we have no idea what we're doing no it's fine i i promised my classes would be out in like february it's april i feel terrible but it you know it, it the, yeah you know. you know, that seems to be the thing with magic classes. You say they're going to come out at a certain time, and, you know, sometimes they do, it's, sometimes they don't. It's that's, that goes for every magic class. Broad subject. It is. God. It is. And you got to you gotta try to find a way to teach it right. And, you know, this is really the episode we should have done instead of the one we did last week about sigils because, well... Sigils are a bit of a deep dive. It's a bit of a deep dive. We should really start with dreams. You know, what are dreams? You know, are they are they just something that happens randomly while you're asleep? It's like, is it your brain just sorting through all the memories of the day and figuring out what's important and what's not? Is it just random firings of your neurons and it's completely random what you dream? I don't seem to think so. I think it's something a bit deeper. What do you guys think? Well, from my experiences, like I'm just gonna drop it on you guys. Seems to be like a whole world around you, of 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 like a dream realm, that like we all penetrate into. Like, but if you penetrate deep enough, you seem to see other people who are there. You know the uh, old trip of lucid dreaming, as they call it, hmm. and being like aware in dreams. I I feel like lucid dreaming is bringing your astral body to this plane though i feel like uh dreaming when you go to sleep uh, depending on what what religion or what culture you're looking into can be anything from just like you said misfire or firings of the brain or even down to your brain sorting through uh what you did through the day so 
it really depends on where you look and there it's a really broad subject uh i personally think that dreams are uh you projecting yourself up one level into the astral uh while your body is recovering and i'll go more into that later but well in kabbalah it's said that yesod the foundation is the realm of dreams that you escape to according to that that's one step closer to the godhead so you would have a clearer stream of the light or the energy that supposedly would vivify and heal you so according to kabbalah that's why you would dream because that you're getting more of the you're getting more of the direct juice the direct juice how long can you go without that direct juice do you know google says you can go 11 days without sleep that's the longest recorded amount of time pretty much then you die or something i i've it got really dark after that part of the google yeah i took i took um you know like the the basic psych classes in college and they all they all told me that after a week or two you pretty much died if you if you are completely deprived of sleep that your organs will start failing and stuff so that's what they told me in college It, it seems a little bit harder to pin down on google though to like make them actually say oh you will die after this amount of time. But it's like, not good. There's like a documentary about a Yugoslavian or Czechoslovakian man or something. He's like some like Eastern European guy who basically had a weird condition where he couldn't fall asleep. I think he lasted for like a couple months. But, <laughs> but it was pretty bad from what I saw. Well, considering you start hallucinating after, what was it, three days? Yeah. They say yeah, even... As much as two days, you could start hallucinating. Two to four, I think it is. I think, like, not only does the body need rest, but the mind needs rest as well. And perhaps, like, our logical functions need need time to, like, shut down. And it's not like we stop thinking, like, we're constantly on. Like, it's not like we fall asleep and we just stop working. Mm. Like, our body's still functioning. So, like, the mind's got to do something. The brain actually functions, what was it, 11 times faster while you're asleep than when you're awake oh wow that's probably why it generates all those wild images i had a dream last night of uh well it was weird i was like talking to this dude and then it it started skipping it was like but it was really creepy like i was watching some haunted video but the haunted video was my dreams and then i tried to break out of it and then i saw this like on a dark background this like shadow of, of yoda but he only had one eye and I was like, no, get away! And I, like, forced myself awake as much as I could. That was, that was pretty scary. I don't want to see one idea it again. Did you interpret that? A lot of cultures actually like to interpret dreams. I love to interpret dreams. Um, <laughs> I don't really... For some reason, I didn't try and interpret this one. Because it's... Well, I mean... One-eyed Yoda. Okay. What would you look up in a dream book? You can you can go to Barnes and Noble anywhere. There's probably apps. There's no doubt apps on the Google Play Store somewhere. Is it like a one-sided teacher? I mean, probably. But uh, you basically you consider your dream. You pick a word. You look it up. It's like a dream dictionary or your oh, dream app. It's... And you like, what does this mean in a dream? And they'll say, or maybe you just had to go to the bathroom. Or oh, because I've had dreams where I'm just drinking like gallons of water, and then I just wake up thirsty as fuck. I think everyone's had the dream of your teeth fall out. Oh, dude, those are the worst. <laughs> those are the worst. I used to have those all the time. Those are like you get those, those really like... make you brush your teeth. 
Like, it, it really fucks with your psyche. What is this, Delta what now? Who's the first answer? The first answer is, like, on Google. It's from Delta Dental. That's some propaganda. They just trying to make <laughs> it, they just trying to make you brush your teeth. Yeah. That's propaganda right but, there. Uh, Here's a dream dictionary. Water dream dictionary about, you know, drinking water. A dream in which you're drinking water to quench your thirst symbolizes finding replenishment and balance in a relationship. Oh, wow. A dream of drinking dirty water signifies that you're unhappy a result of that emotional bond. That's gross. And the relationship has started to poison who you believe you are. I would never drink dirty water in a dream either. That's gross. From what I've heard and read is uh, having the dreams where your teeth fall out means you're not in control of your life or you don't feel like you're in control of your life. On On Bustle it says you've been struggling with an inferiority complex. You might be worried about saying the wrong thing. Someone in your family could be sick. You're not feeling great about your appearance. The thought of getting older scares you. This is all pretty... the broadest freaking net I've ever... It's it's like, here's some stuff that it could be, and here's some everyday stuff that everyone does. That's like like just generic problems. That's a bunch of bullshit. To be fair... WebMD's like, dreaming about this? You you died a week ago. (laughs) You gotta go to dream dictionaries, dude. (laughs) Well, I mean, to be fair, um, uh, all the, all the stuff about teeth is related to Saturn in Kabbalah, and, and Saturn has to do with limitation, death, old age, you know, all the stuff that's unpleasant, which is kind of what all these dreams are about. It's all about anxiety, about stuff like that, you know, like making big decisions. Have you ever had, like... People getting sick, you know. Have you ever had those dreams where you're, like, riding a bike, and you just fall over, and it's just, like, a quick jessel? Oh, those are the shit those are awesome okay yeah those are no okay i know there's a lot of people who say that they hate that but that is by far my favorite part about falling asleep sometimes i'll try and catch myself right before i go into rem that really deep sleep rapid eye movement and uh, just jolt yourself awake you can catch yourself and do weird stuff like that oh yeah you can control every part of going to yes you can that's incredible the problem is getting to that point yeah once you can like recognize where you're at like you come up with like techniques to do things like i remember when i was a little kid I could well how think, do you guys do it yeah so like when i was a little kid i figured out how to uh like once i realized i was in a dream i would basically just tuck my legs up and oh. then i'd start doing like the breaststroke through the air oh that's really cool and i could just like swim through the air and that's how i started doing things and like actually started like lucid dreaming i guess mm. which would be like the first thing i figured out how to do next thing i know i'm just talking to a sandwich i don't really have a transition <laughs> i don't i want to know what that means it means that i don't have i completely just lose all willpower the second any sort of sleep creeps into my my life i just immediately go straight to the nonsense i don't have any awareness that i'm in a dream my dreams don't even really make sense i could still you know I can, man, one of the first dreams I remember, do you guys ever remember watching a live action Super Mario show? Oh, God, yes. No, it was a movie. It was a movie. No, not the movie. It was a, a TV show. show. I remember oh. that. He, Rona remembers. I it, remember oh. it because it had the words to the Super Mario theme song. It and, has words. And I know this thing exists because I accidentally stumbled upon it while trying to find something for my daughter on Netflix, and there it was. And, like, shot for shot, I remember having a nightmare (laughs) straight out of the intro to this show. I just remember, like, looking out of my crib, and there's, like, Mario. And he's, like, (laughs) he's all, like, 
you know, like when you're trying to rile up a dog and you're like, ha, attack. You know what I mean? And you like kind of squat down, your arms go out. I don't know how, I don't know how to say it. Like, like Mario's like, he's all, he's all like that. And he's all like talking super duper fast at me. And then next thing I know, I'm like getting lifted up out of my crib. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like being, I'm being like pulled towards the wall. And then I'm like sucked down into the world between like the wall and the crib. Like, you know, <laughs> fucking wild. Into the underdark. I don't even know where to begin then, looking up and then that I, dream. And then I remember I went to a place where like all of the furniture in my house was talking Kind of like in Pee Wee's Playhouse. Oh, dude, that's insane. Nobody watching this is gonna, maybe. And, like, the spoon was talking, and, and the couch, and, like, my bib was talking. It was it was wild. You I had that when you were a child? I remember that. Yeah, I was, like, three. But, yeah, like, I was, like, three or four. remember that Luke doesn't or younger, dream, like, maybe. normal people. Like, Luke has, like... They're really surreal dreams. They're really like, surreal dreams. There's it, some dreams that you remember, right? But, like, you mostly don't, like, have, like, oh, that was a weird one. I have to struggle really hard to remember my dreams. So I, I'm I'm like everyone else. I have to just write it down as fast as I oh, can. Oh, yeah. That's I, the death of all dreams. Oh, I, my God. Not writing it down. I real did, and otherwise. I did not write down the Yoda dream. I still remember it, though. Write it down, dude. That was scary, man. Well, at this point, he hasn't, like... Recorded. If you write it down, you make it real. It wasn't, like, all bloody. Oh, yeah. It was just, like... It was, like, if he had popped out a glass eye and it was just all smooth under there. But it, it was weird. I, it was the feeling that he was emitting. It wasn't Yoda-like. It was more like, you know, like Kylo Ren or Sidious or, you know what I mean? It was like a bad feeling. Dark Yoda sounds cool as fuck, dude. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> but no, I've, I've never a, a, been able to go lucid, but I always wish that I could. The few times I have, I remember flying through a city and being tripped out, being like, how's my brain filling in all this detail? This makes no sense to me. And then oh, I, yeah. And then mm-hmm. I woke up because I was so excited. Oh, yeah, that's the worst part is, like, getting too focused in a dream. And then you wake up because you're, like, you're hitting waking consciousness. I've heard of people on other podcasts. Uh, the host of Where Did the Road Go, Soraya, talks about dreams where he'll get stuck in a cycle of waking up. Has that ever happened oh. to you guys? Oh, oh God. Yes. You stop. That's I got happened this to one. both of you guys? Okay, so it's the, never the technical term is called phantom waking, where you wake up, you go through your day, you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you realize, oh, okay, that was a dream. So you go through your day, and you'll notice something is maybe the same, but you'll go to sleep, and then you'll wake up being like, oh, oh, snap, that was a dream. Wait, but that, that last one was a dream, too, kind of like um, um, the movie Inception, a dream within a dream within a dream. That's essentially what it is, but... It can cause such fear of waking up. You never know which when you're going to wake up and do the same thing again. I got stuck in a four-day cycle where I lived the same day four times. You did? Oh, yeah. And then I actually woke up and lived the day. And I was terrified of every detail, but I went to sleep and woke up and it was a new day. That like actually happened to you, fucking dude? Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah Groundhog Day. And I remember, great. I can almost remember to the detail everything that happened that day. How do you know it didn't actually happen? Well, it did, because I woke up eventually and lived that day. But how do you know the other ones weren't real? So that's where it gets really weird. That's where that weird bend starts to happen, and that, my friend, Did you weird. fly? Or like... No, it was a completely normal day. Like, Then how do you know it wasn't real? Yeah, that's the thing is, like, I know when my dreams are, are weird because weird things happen. Like, I had a dream where, like, I'm trying to get to work and I have this giant pink wristwatch on. 
And I'm like, what am I doing with this on? I'm going to take it off. So I take it off. And I look at it and I have a big pink wristwatch in my hand. And a big pink wristwatch on my wrist. And I'm like, wait, what the hell is going on? Oh, I must be in a dream. I'm like, okay, I don't have to interact. <laughs> on the fly. Yeah, I forced myself awake when my dream started skipping. I was like, this is not cool. It's like the ring or something. And I, I, I've never had a problem with being able to wake myself up. Whenever I want to wake myself up, I pretty much can. When I was a little kid, I used to just have a method where I would close my eyes really, really hard. Mm. And then when I'd open them, I'd be awake. Good. Yeah. Actually, I should post about different techniques on how to wake yourself up because that's a really good uh, technique to have. There's a lot of books you can actually read about that. And when you get into magic or anything at all, meditation is a big part of it. And a lot of people struggle with falling asleep during meditation. But in that between state, your brain kind of will take over and you might end up either lucid dreaming or astral projecting or even worse, uh, sleep paralysis. Anybody want to yeah. talk for a second about sleep paralysis? Well, okay, so oh, I, sleep I paralysis. Okay, before we get into sleep paralysis, let's, let's, let's address that first thing we said. How do you, if you want to wake up, what's a good method? Let's talk about that. So Kill my yourself. method is close your eyes really hard. And then open them. What was your guys' method? Kill yourself, Rona, you said? <laughs> I'm just quoting, God, Inception. He's don't, just telling us. Don't, you should never, that's just such a dangerous, like, psychological, just shout out. If you feel like you're in a dream and you want to kill yourself to wake up, go seek actual help. <laughs> don't, yeah. But, uh. What if you go seek help and it's a fish? You, Stop. Then, then there can you are kill people yourself? out there that we are trying to help. <laughs> oh, oh, there are people that are legitimately crazy and could see a fish when they... Yeah. I mean, I, that's unlikely, well, I guess. I have always I always have this weird feeling, though. Like, whenever I'm in a dream, I'm like, oh, I can do like an impossible thing. I get a feeling that I can do it. Like, All right. And then, like, I do something. Like, I float. Or, like, that's the one thing I've, I've been trying to do is, like for, like, ever is just float around, like, at will. Which is always something to do if you try to, like, if you realize you're in a dream. It's just, just try to, like, hover a little. But let's say you're going to get eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. How do you wake yourself up, Andrew? Like, you know it's a dream. You know it's a dream. You're trying to wake yourself up. Like, I'm going to have to think about that. Do you have a method? Right now, off the top of your head. You're about to get eaten by a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, like, you actually said the method that I've used for, like, the you longest You just close time. your you eyes? You close your eyes real hard, and you just... Do you have a method, Ron? Just stop Yeah, I, I used that method, I remember, when I was younger, that I had this one particular dream where I would be falling off of the side of a cliff, because I, I remember exactly where the dream came from. Uh, my family and I went to, uh, what was that, Mount Whitney, and we went on this hike, and there was this really steep part of the hike, and I've always dreamt about that really steep incline, uh, conquered that fear though. Went to Zion, uh, angels landing. Dude, fuck that. Like, any case, so uh, <laughs> you guys I like would, almost died. I would, dude. It was so steep. So I would constantly dream about falling, and I would. At first, that method did work, closing my eyes, and I'd be awake. But eventually, I would close my eyes, and I would hit the ground, and I would kind of feel it, and my body would jolt awake. So sometimes, right at impact, you can jolt yourself awake because that's when your brain will realize, sometimes your brain will notice, okay, this is impact. Yeah. And so you can use that to shake your actual body awake. You can reconnect. Because while you're asleep, your body turns off your motor function so that you don't lash around and be, you hurt yourself. I think it's a design flaw, but 
I've totally, like, I'm sure this has happened to you guys, where, like, you wake up, like, taking a step on the stairs or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, whoa, I'm awake now. Yep. Yeah. Sleepwalking, or when you're in class, those of you who do college. Oh, man. I woke up when everyone else was gone once in math class. (laughs) I just left you, dog. Yeah, I was all alone. Just sleeping. Just sleeping. That was freshman year. Resting your eyes. Sorry, Mr. Studebent. Also, if anyone ever says, I just, I'm just i just resting my eyes, they're fucking lying. Everyone knows you're lying. <laughs> just can we stop using that? Resting it's your a eyes bullshit mean, lie. You can't rest sleeping. your eyes. It means you're, yeah, if you're going to rest your eyes, bye. <laughs> I guess I'm driving alone. <laughs> and that's always where it is, right? When you're on the road. It's like, come on, talk to me, dog. I'm just going to rest my eyes. And then, bam, radio silence. That's the best time to do it. You know, you got to conk out, make the trip go faster. Fuck whoever's driving, right? <laughs> but yeah, and why does the trip go faster? Because your brain is is act is 11. I'm going to keep saying 11. I should just check on my phone. Time's working 11 times faster. So time on our side goes quicker in the real world. I think I butchered that sentence, but Inception yeah, you gotta, explained you gotta, it. You got to uh, no. backwards. Time yeah, in yeah. the dream world goes faster than time in. So is it like Inception, where Some... you can have more time happen in the dream than in? Maybe. So so if you have one minute of time asleep, that could be like one hour in a dream, is what you're saying? Potentially, that yes. kind of a thing. Potentially, and the cool thing is, uh, sorry to cut you off there, um, that I have read of plenty of people who have learned to control their dreams to a point where they can go and do real world things in their dreams that they will remember when they wake up you would you'd go to sleep and you dream and you'd wake up like in a library or something and you'd study for a math class and there are different things online you can listen to to actually pull yourself there sorry oh, that's pretty cool and yeah. then you study while you're in your dream and then you remember stuff when you wake up yeah that's some oh, wow. pretty high-end controlling of dreams though yeah, so, like, I remember having, like, a theory about dreams and sleep when I was younger, was that, like, you fall asleep, and you go forward in time, because, like, you know, like, you basically, sometimes you fall asleep and you just wake up the next day, is, like, you and your consciousness is somehow forward in time compared to the people who are still awake back in the previous night. You lost me. One more time. No, this is, remember, this is like a little kid coming up with some stupid okay. theory about falling asleep. And Just explain it better. I don't see how to explain it any 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 more like it's just like I thought people experience time differently. One time. It was more determinately uh determinant based. So like you fall asleep. Yeah. And then your consciousness is propelled forward in time compared to the people who are still awake. When you fell asleep. Oh. So you're in the next day. Oh, wow. As they're in the, the past. There'd be no way for you to know, really. Exactly. There's no reason why that's not true, either. There's this really cool <laughs> video on YouTube. Go look it up. Uh, CGP Grey. Uh, he talks about there's no guarantee that when you go to sleep, you wake up as the same person. And it just gets really, really dark at that point. Because you, you realize do... you die. You do kind of wake up a different person. Like, you can't step in the same river twice kind of thing. You okay, know? Yeah. So when you die, do you just go to the dream realm? You're just stuck there? Purgatory? I feel like that's that's what I originally thought purgatory was. You go to sleep until everyone else is dead. Well, that's a pain in the ass. 
gives you some time to think. Yeah. Maybe that's what hell is. In Kabbalah, you just, like, sit and, like, uh, been, uh, with everyone. That's chilling. Yeah, it's just dark and kind of like everyone understands. Because no one has to talk, because everyone gets it. While we're on sleep theories, when we were kids, I just remembered mine. Uh, I used to think that when you went to sleep, you would die, and you'd wake up on the correct timeline. Like, you made a choice somewhere wrong, and when you go to sleep, you jump to the other timeline where you get to live for that day. Really? That's, well, that's kind of trippy. Yeah, like, maybe you could die in your sleep every single well, night, that, and you'd that, never that know would, it. That would be like... Is guy, have you guys ever seen Dark City? No. I... I think I, I think I have seen Dark City. That's where like those creepy weirdos are like floating around the city, and it keeps changing. It came out a year before The Matrix, and when I rewatched it not so long ago, I realized there's like shot for shot. And it just things. doesn't have an end. And he's like looking for the beach. No, it does have an end. <laughs> basically, basically, there's no such thing as daytime, and then at some interval in the night everyone gets turned off and these aliens come and like inject new memories into these people and then like turn everyone back on again maybe and that's just and happening just all the time around and look like nazis is yeah it was creepy they 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 were aliens that were uh infesting the bodies of the dead that's what they were doing that's weird i mean it's like a spaceship right and he that's can control it. but even the matrix is a little like that like you know if you're if you're in the Matrix, you're not really alive. You're kind of dead already, and then uh, you know an agent can take you over, and it's a very similar idea. Yeah, you know, but it's also a metaphor for society, the whole Matrix and the fake reality. Mm. Yeah, we kind of are living in a an imaginary world, anyway, right? Like in a, in a sense, like because we're detached from nature, we're sort of living in like a world of abstractions and abstract notions and thoughts um i saw one thing on on 4chan which i thought was pretty enlightening it described the world as like basically the economy is propped up by a bunch of computers all making decisions and that the economy is almost running itself to a degree and because we're not really manufacturing anything we're just producing these narratives and because we don't have like any mainstream cultural narrative like religion to tie us together we're basically living in an AI controlled, culturally imposed narrative of just randomness. Almost, you know so, what I mean? So like the Matrix. The Matrix, basically, yeah. Like the so, you, so, so you're saying we live in the Matrix already? Yeah, we already live in the like, Matrix, like, like a three dimensional the Matrix. Well, basically, I, I I think I described that really really poorly. But the idea was is that we got computers back in the day that could kind of predict the markets. And based on those somewhat accurate predictions, ah, other yes. predictions are made. And then it's sort of like an, an, an unending chain of predictions where it, basically at some point we took our hands off the steering wheel and more or less the computers are deciding where to put our money. And how we decide to sell products is purely based on the weird illusory narratives we sell people. Looking into the future. Yeah, so, we've created these computers to look too like further than we can, so that they can run themselves. You're right. You, we get we got we got to a point now where you go on Google, you go on Facebook, you're only shown advertisements which are directed directly towards you, and narr- you know cultural narratives that are directed 
just towards you and then we've, we're all becoming like all like radicalized and segmented out into these like little camps now so so like i don't know if the if the ai is going to kill us it's going to make us kill ourselves <laughs> you know like, dang it. maybe it's doing that right now i i saw i saw a a modified it's that book by ram Dawes, be here now it was like a, a photoshopped version and it and it had like SJWs create Nazis. Nazis create SJWs. Oh, dude, let's talk about, like, the the dream that is the internet. Yeah, dude, like, that shit's freaking some weird dream state. I mean, some people consider, and I don't disagree with this, that the internet is... The internet is our collective unconscious, externalized, where we can get at it, basically. I was thinking about that today, too. Yeah, it's got some weird stuff on there. The internet is a place where we live a life we want to live you're right everything is directed towards us because it makes us happy uh we play games like farmville living a life that we can't live in the real world and i feel like that disconnect is pretty dangerous like we can communicate in all these different ways you know there's anonymous communication you know there's our social media networks there's digital games we can play and always get abuse on twitter yeah it's like why be you in this world when you can be like a superhero in here when there's so many other things the internet like our collective conscious or the dream state can do for us and i like going around on x on 4chan now because you really get an idea of what weird superstitions and ideas people banty about and believe you know like everyone's weird that every even that even the most normal person you know is a little bit weird because if they're not, they're insane. They're too rigid. Nobody can be that rigid. I got a really cool psychic reading on on X. Like, oh, yeah. How cool is that? Like I'm at In and Out Burger, eating my burger, getting a psychic reading from some anon on slash X. Man, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's like super magical. Go back in the past, like that. That'd be a hard thing to wrap your head around. Like I'm getting, I'm getting. A psychic reading from somebody I'm never going to meet that I'm not ever going to know their name while I'm eating a burger, you know. And it was accurate as hell, wasn't it? It was creepy. I don't even want to talk about it on air because it was just so weird. I learned some information. I learned that, um, I'll tell you, I learned that the Mayan planet of the rabbit is what we would call Venus, which is really, really cool. So Venus is a rabbit? Yeah. The whole rabbit? Well, according to the uh, According to the Mayans. Yeah, which is really cool. I, I really like that idea. I think the Mayans listen to your podcast, that's why. The And then the rabbit is, like, best friends to the god of, like, drunkenness, so they just get drunk and... That would be cool if, like, just the Mayans shit talk did, all like, day. blood rituals and they just got the podcast in the past. <laughs> There's just Mayans <laughs> doing blood rituals to listen to the whole rabbit. Yeah. Man, they could have picked something better to listen to, you know? Like... Why did they pick this? That's probably all they can do. It's all like, they could, It's what they tapped into, yeah. you know. They, the giant rabbit in the astral just is what they <laughs> they tapped into with that that, that, oh, wild, co- that kooky septogram. They're like, yes, this is the wisdom. But it's about connectivity. We 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 do want to live that world on the internet. We do want to live in the dream world. But we can't forget that we live in the now. We always wake up, no matter what. So somebody said once that the internet was a. I forget who the internet was our our trade off or our our pittance for ruining the planet. Basically, it was our it was the one thing we actually got to achieve. You know, well we destroyed everything else. <laughs> you know, that's dark as hell, but I love it. We haven't it's destroyed accurate. it. We're just not doing it right. 
we gotta just not desert. Say that after watching One Earth on Netflix. Oh my god. Oh, I bet. I the bet poor, it's, it's the ice caps are melting and no one cares. Yeah, and we then, all gonna die. Yeah, they melt and then they then they freeze over and then they yeah. melt and then they freeze over. It's yeah, but they're not freezing over fat big enough and fast enough, and these big these big mammals are jumping off cliffs and everyone's sad about it. What did you pull up? <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's... Get off of that! <laughs> yeah, dude, don't don't look down the. Freaking it's just like a bipedal. Hole. It's just like a bipedal dolphin on an on. A... <laughs> don't look down the four channel. It's a black hole. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I love it. I see it abyss. It stares back sometimes. It's really entertaining. It is. It's the collective conscious. You're right. So it's a bunch of people. When I was a little kid, I found a caterpillar and I stuck the caterpillar in a jar and I put a leaf in there with a twig, and I. I don't know if I put any food in there, but I put the jar like in a drawer or something in the kitchen. And then like I came back later and I found that the, in the jar was a cocoon. Right. And then um, I was like, oh, wow, it formed a cocoon. And it didn't like just die, you know, and and my parents were astounded that it hadn't like it hadn't just died. It formed a cocoon. And um, I set it out after that. And we kind of watched this moth come out of the cocoon and I let it go. And when I let it go, I was, like, the most upset, sad little kid in the whole world. I was, like, so sad. I had to let my moth friend go. I was just, like, I was just, like, beside myself. I was just, like, crying, and no one could console me. Later that night, I went to bed, and I had a dream that the moth came back and visited me. And we hung out. And this the moth was huge. It was, like, the tick. <laughs> Why would you use that analogy? Because so, it was like that. Wait, wait, it was like so, big. So, it was taller so, than me. It was so like it, you're you're friends with the Mothman, is what you say. I never really thought of it yeah. that way. The moth is literally telling you to wake up. Well, I hope you let the this, moth go, and it came back. I think you might have died that night because the I moth is a symbol of you know trust your waking life. Go back. Wow. Well, I felt so bad about my moth going away but then it came and visited me and then i felt for a really long time like like i had been visited by my friend hmm. you know you guys ever had like a like a weird closure dream before oh, dude, dude i've had weird dreams where uh i'm like hiking around the mountains with like an indian dude and we're like best buds from like old times really like, yeah, around dude. the mountains we yeah, have that's a great friend yeah yeah it's like the weirdest <laughs> fucking dream and i'm like i was just like you know, I see this guy, and I'm like, this is my fucking friend. You know, it's just like, just know it. I got nothing. I yeah. can barely remember the majority of my dreams. I'd like to say that I've marked a lot of them down, but it's something I've always told myself I was going to do and never did. Oh, like, I can remember, like, a lot of dreams. I can remember, like, seven or eight of my good ones. And some of them, I'm not sure, are dreams or reality. That's a scary thing. Some of them feel real. Yeah, you real. get weird stuff. Like you've seen a, you've seen your own doppelganger before. We don't talk about that day. That day never happened. Oh, that did. part's getting deleted. <laughs> it never <laughs> happened. Dude, uh, are you Rona? Are you listening to this podcast right now? And stop. you're not Rona? God, wow. It was okay. Nope, it never happened. This <laughs> legitimately, this is unsettling for you. Maybe we can't talk about this yet. Maybe we need a special episode about doppelgangers. Yeah, let me just cope with the fact, because it's never good. Look it up. Every single well, story fine. you hear about. Yeah, am I? Am maybe... I the same Rona? Do you know? No. All right. But maybe the other Rona got something bad happened to him. Then I feel bad for him, because if I die at some point, who's going to know that I don't keep be reborn as that Rona? And then. Uh, speaking of doppelgangers. Only love. There's, there's like, that, that shell station over by your house is, like... 
I swear it used to be like a fracture in time that you would see everyone's doppelganger only in like the distant future. Oh, know? weird. You know, you'd be like, oh, wow, that's him and her all old together. I've, <laughs> I've heard that. A lot of people will say that like 7-Elevens, hospitals, and like um, um, car lots are like that at night. If you're just driving around, you'll see your like people who look strangely like people you know in the future. Yeah, if I saw my actual doppelganger, I'd be freaked out. Uh, t- t- to be honest, it's such a strange phenomenon. That's why I like questioning you about. Did that really happen, man? You saw you saw you. It's creepy, man. Yeah, you talk about it. <laughs> you don't talk about it. Uh... Oh, okay. our buddy saw you like really? a couple weeks ago. How do you know it wasn't me? He 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 thought it was you, and he tried to get a hold of you. Like he was all like, "Hey, Luke." <laughs> <laughs> what would have been really scary is if the person turned around and said, <laughs> "Fucking!" Or it was just had had like tentacles for a face. No, something. he had the same car and everything. Like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, I don't like that at all. No. Yeah, reality is BS. Dream sharing would be fun. A lot of people have claimed that they've learned how to dream share, like an in Inception, but. So you're, like, meeting up and hanging out with people in your lucid dream state? Yeah, that would be, like, the idea is, like, so you can do that. It's like a land party. Yeah, basically. It's like a dreaming land who's party. Who's doing that? Like, who ha- who's doing that? I'm, I'm jealous. Parties. Those are fun. Well, uh... You just somebody... duct tape yourself to the ceiling, you know? <laughs> I hope some of you know what the hell I'm talking about. So apparently, if you dream about being naked in public, it means that you're afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings. Oh, yeah, that dream, everyone has that dream. If you're being chased, uh, it might be afraid that you're haunted by a past relationship or likely something from the past. I've always heard that if you're being chased by something in a dream, you should stop and turn around and face it. Yeah, definitely. I, I've actually gotten better at doing that in a lot of my dreams recently. I'd normally, in dreams where I'd have to fight, I'd have to, I'd feel like I'd be running more often or trying to avoid conflict, but... As of late, I've just been like, I don't care. <laughs> like, it's a dream. Why would I be scared in my own dream? It's my dream. If you die in the dream, you die in real life. That's never happened. Well, no. It... Can we not look that up? Nobody <laughs> look that up. <laughs> I forbid it. <laughs> That's no. information you should never have. Ron is not really sure if he's awake have you ever, like, or asleep or alive or dead. Dude, you know? magic is so weird, though. Like, what if we are all just asleep? After hearing in my religious anthropology class, shout out to Gigi, I remember her teaching that a lot of cultures actually would go on these sleep fasts to reach an altered state of consciousness and all dream together and then just talk about what they saw. I've always wanted to try that. We should try that sometime. Just like not go to sleep for three days and then just hallucinate. That's like the cheapest drug. Just no sleep. It is the cheapest drug, but it's scary. I don't think I could do it. I think I'd fall asleep. There are. T- I remember uh, I had to drive a friend home, and it was a four-hour drive. And on my way back, I was I kept hallucinating because I was falling asleep uh, that there were shrubs in the road. So I had, eventually I had to pull over and just take a nap. But yeah, it's, it's dangerous. If you're gonna try it, make sure you don't have anything to do anywhere to go, and you have somebody who has had sleep to monitor you. Yeah, because my, my dreams are so weird that I remember yeah. coming back from uh, Rock the Bells where I saw, I saw like, Wu-Tang Clan and Rage Against the Machine. It was such a good show. And I was so effing tired. I, I At one point while I was driving home, I remember, I, I remember the thing that made me pull over. It was I was talking to a snake, but it, <laughs> but it, yes. but it wasn't a snake. It was actually just the streetlights as they were passing. 
Oh, damn. And I was like, all right, I cannot drive anymore. Like, I am talking to snakes. Like, <laughs> like I, 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 I had to, like, I had to, like, you know, like, slap myself and pinch myself, like, just to find a Denny's or whatever, just to get the car pulled oh, over. Because yeah. uh, I was, I was, th- like, I was that almost asleep. That, I, I haven't been that, as- I haven't been that super tired while driving Uber, but sometimes certain people will get in the car and I'll just get super sleepy. And then when they get out, I'm not sleepy anymore. I don't know what that is, but energy it vampires. It happens sometimes. It's a thing, dog. Oh, you know what happens sometimes, and I'm sure a lot of people deal with this problem, and they don't really think about it. Work dreams. Oh, work dreams. Like, have you ever had dreams where you're at work? Because I get those like all the time. I get dreams where somebody fucks up my rating on Uber or Lyft, and then I wake up and have to check my rating. Or make sure that nobody reported me for something that I Imagine didn't do. Imagine a work dream where you phantom woke and you just went to work for four days before having to go to work. Oh my god. I think I'd rather just die. Like, and you're like, or you're like, at work, that's where those things are in the wrong place. That's where those techniques are going to come in handy. We gotta post. They have to be posted. Just wake yeah. up. In fact, one thing I've been doing is actually learning how to get out of work dreams lately. Because I don't want to deal with those. I hear one way to wake yourself up is a rollover, like try and roll over. Uh, you got to really do the inception thing. I've noticed is try to remember how you got to the position you're in. So if you're at work, try to m- remember how you got to work that day. So what you do is you, you really just try to look into the past and you'll see yourself in your bed, relaxed. You'll feel your, your cushions and blankets and stuff. I'm asked to tilt. Yeah, that's that's. You'll feel your body start rushing back. Yeah, and that's you're you're semi awake, like you're waking up, kind of. And then that's when you can decide to either interact or not. Do you want to work for your company when you're not getting paid? That's like your your uh, your astral body's working for them. (laughs) Yeah, that's messed up. You're a slave, even in your your dreams to your work. That's horrible. Yeah, you can't even escape them in your dreams. (laughs) I'm glad I don't have too many work dreams like that. So one thing we touched on really early in the episode, I think it was you, Andrew, uh, you talked about dreams being a collective space, and I sort of feel like we take this for granted, and I I, I wish maybe we had talked about this a little earlier on the show, but the reason that dreams are important, or at least I believe they're important, is because I really buy into the idea of the collective unconscious, that we are all at least similar enough in biology and in evolution that there are certain symbols that have a universal meaning, at least to certain parts of our mind, especially in our our subconscious or our unconscious. So generally speaking, if you see a snake, it probably means like danger. You know, if you see a snake, it means you should you should be aware. Or if you see the sound of water, having to go to the bathroom is one. We got to hear from you guys. What do you guys see in dreams? Yeah, what what kind of weird dreams do you guys have? I guess I have one story I, I have to wrap it up. This I guess our I guess our dreams episode just sort of descended into stories. Well, what about UFOs? That's all like, dreams are, just stories. Like people, I, I guess people so. report getting abducted in their dreams. So like oh that yeah, was, that's so, like a common trope in the UFOs. Okay, so phenomenon. that's the thing. You can be abducted in your dreams. Apparently. That makes perfect sense to me. Oh yeah, we were gonna we, we, we really didn't talk about sleep paralysis at all. Because I used to get sleep paralysis and then it stopped. Dude. Let's talk about that for a, let's just talk about let's talk thing. about that for a little bit. Um, so explain what your sleep paralysis experience was like, Andrew. Okay, so my sleep paralysis is very typical from what I've read and heard about it. I'm stuck in my bed and it's like the blankets are like 
you know, made of lead or something way heavier. Can you see? Can you see stuff yes, in the room? Yes, I can see stuff in the room, and there's always, like, this character. Can you move your eyes? Yes. But, but like, you can't really move your arms. Or anything else. And there's always, like, this black, gray character Whoa. that's there. And it's always, like, this person. And sometimes it looked like my brother, and then other times it was unrecognizable. And it's just like... Did he have a costume on or a hat or anything? No, it just seemed very black. Okay. Not like a hat or a costume. You know, more of just there and creepy and, like, looking stern and always always in the corner. Always in a corner. It's, like, the creepiest thing, just sitting there in a corner, just staring at you. Just It's like the like you're trying to scream for help and it's just looking at you, you know, but you can't. See, now that's a pretty classic experience. There's a documentary called The Nightmare, and it's actually the same person that made the documentary Room 237, which we talked about on our first episode. Also highly recommend the nightmare because it's a it's basically people's stories about sleep paralysis it is fairly common where people basically get stuck in that part of sleep where they're not quite awake and they're not quite asleep but they are awake and they can't quite move and they typically people typically do experience shadow people like what you're saying some of them experience really scary shadow people like ones with red eyes some a popular one is the shadow person with the top hat. He likes to accompany underlings, and I've heard that story pretty frequently. That and, sounds like an abduction. And it really becomes a question about is it an abduction or is it not? Um, there's a there's a song. If you've ever seen the first season of True Detective, the theme song is by a group called The Handsome Family. And on that same album that that song is on, there's another song called Sleepy, I think, or maybe Sleepless. I can't remember which what it's called, but it, you'll, you'll find it near the end of the album. And it's all about basically being abducted by these black figures with eyes of polished stone. It's a really great song because it's like folksy, bluesgrassy. I'm really not a country person, so I really have no idea what I'm talking about. But you get the impression that, like, if you had that experience, you might not want to talk to people about it. Like, if you got abducted in your dream by some really scary black figure and taken through the roof and maybe got poked or prodded or even... You might not want to talk about it. Like, if you're getting terrified by things in the night, you're not necessarily going to tell people. And I, I, I don't know. I got that from the song. So there's probably lots of people that have sleep paralysis and just don't talk about it, you know? Well, if you want to tie it back into what we were talking about with going to a different plane, uh, some people believe that when you, of course, when you dream, you go to that higher plane. When you are stuck in sleep paralysis, you're still half in, half out. So you're seeing things from that astral plane, even though you're awake, so you're in your waking body, but your mind is in the astral, and that's what yeah. you're seeing. So you're seeing stuff that's in the astral. You know, that's how Lon Milo Duquette describes it. He has a really eloquent description of that world. Pretty much goes like this, where we live in the densest part of the universe, the material world. Everything above that is the astral. Well, the part of the astral that the material world is rubbing up against is the densest part. part part of the astral like think of the bottom of a fish tank it's like where all the husks and shells go and that's us right before they deteriorate well that's that's the level of the astral right above the material all right and and what la malo duquette says in low magic is most people take what he says an elevator straight up to the higher worlds when they dream 
But sometimes if you eat too much quiche, you know, maybe you smoke apple too juice. much weed. Drink apple juice. Apple, apple juice does it for so <laughs> many people. Really? Yes. Like Mott's apple juice before bed, you'll have the craziest fucking drink. I'm gonna I'm gonna try that. We're not even sponsored. But we should be Mott's. No, you gotta put crystals Here's looking out. your bed. Mott's. Or the... underneath your pillow. Mott's. Or a dream catcher. Send us some juice boxes and some crystals. Yeah, use, uh, use yeah. all your hippie tricks. That's what they're there That's for. That's what we do. But wave some crystals at it. <laughs> you can if you're Oh, uh, where were we? Okay, so, so that world is like the bottom of a fish tank. It's like the graveyard where – and basically he says like people are shedding their astral bodies like you shed your skin. Mm. So – and this is where spirits can come in and take the form of people in your life. Or people in your surroundings. Because they can literally put on your skin. And like, oh, I'm your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just one of the, it's just like one of the old ones that just wants to suck your chi out of your belly button or something. Uh, typically, he, now, what Lamo Duquette says is that world is like inhabited usually by like bums in your neighborhood. I, like, and, and, and neighborhood no good nicks. That that's a typical thing is they'll be running around and trying to break into your house. And that's a really common nightmare for him is to have people trying to break into his house. But it's really just like these little astral beings, if you could even call them that. Because Cleanse your room often. Yeah. Sage so, it, ward it, salt lines. So yeah, sleep tight. You know, the astral world right above ours is a graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Full of like undead shells that like have, you know no soul uncle pete is that you it's like yes it's me (laughs) give me your blood (laughs) they can't can they okay everyone's probably having a meltdown you have to give it to me can they affect us on this plane can dream beings affect us on this plane well i guess that's okay that's that's where i think we're gonna like we're gonna get into it right before we wrap it up i think yes i think it i think things in the dream plane can affect us but you you can always assert your boundaries, and mm. I think you can always call upon a higher power. Like in the nightmare, one lady is just getting mercilessly harassed by these things, and she calls upon the power of Jesus Christ, and the name has power over these things and makes them go away. So that's one thing you can do. You can call upon the power of Jesus Christ, and the See, I do worship that, that... multiple gods. Call on anyone you <laughs> like. If Jesus Christ don't work, be like, okay, what's that other dude? Um. Who's the dude from Scientology? Elron Hubbard. Dude, then bam. Zenu. Elon Musk, save me. Yeah, Elon Musk. Elon, yeah. save me! Names have power. Banish your demons with names. Aunt Jemima. Mm. Get banished with... Banish the, my stale pancakes with I mean, Aunt in the Jemima. end, it's a dream. At a point, you'll, you will learn how to control your dreams. You can. Your dreams are like any other part of your body. And once you learn to control it, you could probably have fun with it. You just... Well, do a... I can't because I don't know when I'm dreaming. But the biggest impact a dream has ever had on me, and it sort of made me believe in some of this like far-out stuff. When I was a little kid, I would hang out with my with my best friend, Eric. And we we just like hung out all the time. When we got older, like we picked up playing guitar. And Eric's older brother, Scott, was really good at guitar. And he spent a lot of time playing it. And me and Eric would, like, goof around and record stuff on our, like, four-track mixer and, and, and make little songs. And um, we'd be, like, in the middle of one, <clears throat> and Scott would come home all stoned. 
And he'd be like, hey, man, let me see. <clears throat> and he would, like, take the guitar from us and be like, hey, just leave the room for a second. And he would, like, he would just, like, wail out the craziest, like, like solo. And it would just be, like, wicked as shit. And then he'd be like, all right, guys, finish the track. And then, like, we'd go finish the track. And then when it was done, it would be, like, our, like, really dumb, like, verse and, like, chorus and whatever. And then it would just be, like, this, like, fucking wicked as shit. Like, Jimi Hendrix solo, like, right in the middle. And Scott would bring home all his friends. He'd be like, hey, man, this is my little brother's tape. Listen to this shit. Wait, so, 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 it. It and was, then he'd show his friends, and it, and then it would get to, like, the great solo part, and, like, he'd be like, yeah, man, my little brother's pretty good, huh? <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck okay, it. so he wasn't dicking around. He just, like, added his crazy solo into it. Yeah, yeah. He would, he, his whole thing was, like, if you weren't improvising it, it wasn't a solo. It wasn't legit, unless he made it up off the tip of your ass, basically. <laughs> And it was the same thing with freestyling too. He would freestyle about about uh, snatching bitches' purses and um, shooting at the cops and shit like that, stuff like that. Uh, you know, Scott's not with us anymore. He didn't make it. Uh, he died on uh, Halloween. I don't remember what year, but he didn't make it. I actually found out while I was watching The Exorcist, which is really fucked up. <laughs> Made that movie a little scarier. Yeah. So like, rest in peace, Scott. He's been gone for a long time. But uh, when we were smaller, Scott would always call eric uh wedge nobody knew why like there's like a really weird name to call your little brother wedge you know i don't i i don't i don't i don't know at the time i didn't know why i don't know if they did either like his family had a reason but i remember one night i it was many years later i woke up and i was on endor and there was a whole bunch of like what are the ewoks yeah yeah there was all a bunch of little ewoks Scott's whole family was there, like his mom and his dad and his little sister and Eric and Eric's wife and his kid was there. And Scott was there, too, but he was younger. He was like, you know, five or six years younger than he was when he died. And he looked like really good and really healthy. And he like walked up to me and he said, like, everything's fine here. I'm happy. I'm with my family. And when I woke up, I immediately understood why he always called Eric Wedge. Because I'm Luke, and Eric was my co-pilot, you know? Like in A New Hope, or like like in the Star Wars movie. And and when I had that experience, I was like, oh, dreams are real. Like, oh, this shit's real. Okay. Like, people can communicate, like, you can communicate with spirits and whatever through the, through the dreams or whatever. So, that was the dream experience that kind of, like, woke me up, I guess, to the, the dream world. The dream experience that woke you up. Very nice wordsmith there. Yeah, and, and then I... Oh, that's a good turn of phrase. Very good turn of phrase. And then uh, I picked up the tarot, and I, I don't... Yeah, tarot's got a bunch of symbols in it. A bunch of dream symbols you see in your You dreams. see, like, if you could... If I could go lucid, you could, like, pull up a... You could, like, pull up a tarot card and, like, put it on a door... And then, like, walk through the door, and then you'd, like, be in the world of the tarot card. But since I can't go lucid, I've never got to do that. Oh, dude, Terrence McKenna says that you, if you've smoked DMT, you can, like, do DMT in your dreams. What? And it, and it works. You don't even have to spend money on drugs? Yeah, you, you can just, just do drugs in your dreams? Yeah, apparently, that's what he says. It does, like, the same thing, because it's... I guess you can do the same. You can manifest the same experience since you're not physical. Some people use their <laughs> dreams to study as well. Yeah, just gonna save that from the DMT. <laughs> As I, <did. laughs> uh, Lama also says to never take any food or drink from a dead person in a dream because you might not wake up necessarily. 
He doesn't say you won't wake up, but he says, like, you definitely shouldn't do it. I feel like you just shouldn't take food from dead people, period. I mean, look what happened to Persephone. She got stuck, bro. Yeah, don't eat in your dreams. Persephone, she got stuck. She got stuck, bro. And you should listen to your dreams. Don't be like Caesar and ignore his wife and his wife's dreams, because she knew he was going to die. Yeah, dude, Pharaoh listened to his dreams. Beware the Ides of March, you know? Wait, who who listened to dreams? Pharaoh. The Pharaoh? Which Pharaoh, one? All of them. <laughs> Yeah, be like the Pharaoh. Listen to your dreams. Is, is that is that it, guys? Is that all we have to say? I think we're at about an hour. We got a little bit plus. I mean, I'll probably edit out all the boring stuff. So yeah, so. that's a show. Um, is that the show on dreams? I mean, we could like. No. No. I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, we're like, no sort of techniques for flying. Techniques for flying in dreams? We can do techniques for flying in dreams if you can belt it before I it closes it. Yeah, nine. so start with just trying to, like, I don't know climb. how to fly in no dream. Yeah, so start with just trying to climb in the air. You'll see it's kind of like a stair stepper. Like you start first. climbing into the air? Yeah, it's it, you'll you'll start feeling like it's a stair stepper. Like, you'll you'll get a, an initial go, and then you'll start to sink down. But well, just keep trying at it. What you know, you... that's how the Chinese believe that you learn how to fly in the real world, too. It's just like stepping on air. Just use your brain to believe that the air is like stone you can step on. And then oh, you step up. <laughs> in Shaolin, we have uh, light training where we're using meditation to, like, you know, feel subjectively lighter. Mm. And it's, it's there's, like... Basically, like the the four complementary ones. So there's light. Can you use your dreams to train? Cool. Oh, I've done like kung fu in my dreams before. It's cool. I know the Blue Angels sort of do that. Like before they go and do one of their air shows, they sit and they close their eyes and they go through their whole show in their imagination first. Oh wow! Oh wow! Like all together, like all at the same time. They're like turn left, do this, do that, and they they go through the entire. Oh, that would have been great for their remote viewing episode. <laughs> yeah it would have but that's i mean these two topics are related and we sort of just mashed sigils in the middle there which i think our audience was a little confused about we sort of jumped in on the deep end with the magic there it would have been better to do this episode first but hey we already said that so anyone yeah. remember what our sigil looks like yeah yeah draw it from memory oh you suck you have it right there because yeah, i'm tr- i need to make it like big and do it justice yeah. it's just I, I I got most of the mural done I was working on this week, so there, I did something this week. I did something. Dumbledore clap. I did a thing. Yeah, Dumbledore clap. Well, that's it for everybody. Thank you for tuning into the whole rabbit as uh, Rona offered me this famous wisdom. Eat carrots, shoot lasers. Eat carrots, shoot lasers. Hell All yeah. Right. Good night, everybody. Good night.